Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I was really interested in the conversation on breakfast this morning about whether adult children living at home should pay rent to their parents. Not even, not the going rate rent, but some form of contribution, whether it be utility bills in your name, um, some financial contribution to the household from your monthly pay packet if you're working. And there's been a lot of reaction to this today. I want to hear, how do you feel about it? John is with us on the line. John, do you think adult children should have to pay some rent? Hi, Andrea. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, rent, I think, is the wrong word. It's a, it's a contribution to, you know, young, young people want to be treated as adults. They become adults at a certain age, whether it's 18, 19, you know, 20, 21. And uh, they seem to be, have a certain mindset and a certain expectation that, and a certain entitlement that, you know, if they're living at home, they should still should not, you know, contribute. And I've been, you know, I texted earlier on today because I had, um, when I was listening to the program, and it really got me going because I'd overheard a conversation, um, two young people at a family event, and one of them talking to, you know, they're both in their early 20s, uh, talking to his friend, giving out about and being so annoyed that his parents were asking him to contribute to the household uh, and that why should he be doing it. And I'm going to give you some perspective on it. Mm. I know his parents, let's I just give you some sort of rounding off here. His, um, his parents probably have a combined income of, you know, 70 or 80,000 a year. Uh, they still have a mortgage, they're paying the mortgage. They have a couple of kids, they've been bringing up the kids. And he was giving out that he would have to con- con- contribute. And we're talking about, you know, a relatively minimal amount, I would consider, of 400 a month. His salary is 150,000 a year. He has done really well for himself. He's a really good, he's a really good individual. He's, you know, he can be very generous. He's not that he's tight or anything. So it seems to be this mindset, this expectation that the parents should just keep doing and in that conversation he was giving out about what kind of parents would expect you to give up money when you're trying to save for a house and he's on and 150 he grand <laughs> yes absolutely it, it just literally I was gobsmacked and he's a great he's a great young man but it just seems to be that this is this seems to be their mindset at the moment that they think well that's what you get you know you're entitled and your parents should give you money towards your house and everything and they don't actually get the fact that he talks about, you know, saving for a house and them contributing to it as he, you know, has his four or five holidays a year, whereas his 400 euro leather jacket and 250 euro sneakers. So I think the problem is really that I think you have to teach them to understand and respect what you know, what running a household and being an adult is and what your responsibilities are. And I think you do absolutely no favours by saying, ah, well, look, it's hard on them. Um, but you know, we I have to, I, not asking necessarily what, what age he is, but I mean, in terms of an age profile and the basis that if, if he's earning well, mid, that kind mid, of six mid, figures... Mid yeah, mid-twenties. Now, he's only, he's only on that kind of the last two years. And like I said, he's a great young individual. Yeah. Very good person, very generous. But it's just... It's a way of thinking, and that's where I was, you know, gobsmacked is the only 
But if you're if you're if you're saying, John, that you, you know that like you have to teach people this and that there isn't the entitlement, like hard to teach somebody in their mid twenties. You know, if they if they haven't, they supposed to cop on to recognise that themselves at that stage. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it's, you know, when do you start? That convers- they've had that conversation for a number of years with him, but he's still in the same place with it. And as I said, I, I, I don't know what the answer is, but I know f- for myself, I know when our, uh, our son, you know, when he started working, it, the first few months was, yeah, you know, you, you know, let him get on his feet and everything. But after that, it was a, a, and I call it a contribution. It didn't even come close to paying what his food bill is. You know, a young man in his early 20s, they eat like six meals a day and, and what he contributes. But I think it's really important to give them a sense of responsibility. Mm. As I said, you're okay. doing absolutely no favours by saying, uh, oh, look, you know, you don't have to contribute. I mean, they have to, the real world doesn't work that yeah. way. Yeah, no, definitely, and, de- and, you know, definitely not. Uh, Noya's on the line as well, John. Stay with us. Um, do you think the adult children should have to, well, to borrow John's phrase, contribute Something to the household. Yeah, well, in my case, actually, I said to my daughter that she had to pay a symbolic 100 euro monthly. Okay. And in relation to the bills, so that the bills were split equally. Okay. So what happened was that for her was a way to learn because a few months after she moved with her boyfriend and another friend. And it was kind of funny because she was the only one that actually had a clue how to manage once moving on her own. Because the other ones, they believed that, oh, okay, because we're living together, so you're going to be in charge of the beans, I'm going to be in charge of the, you know, but the bills. Mm-hmm. So just pay for the beans, I'm going to pay for the, for the internet, I'm going to pay for the whatever. And she said, no, 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 it doesn't work like that. So we're going to have the whole bills together, electricity, yeah. beans, internet, everything, and we're going to split equally. But they didn't think about it. And how did your how did she react, Noya, when you suggested this initially? This arrangement? Well, being honest, it, she wasn't happy. Okay? She said, But why? I mean, I'm starting working just now. So and I said, okay, so I'm going to leave you just two or three months, you know, when you start to build some on your own, and then we're going to start to do it. And then she actually said, thank you so much, mom, because now, I mean, I know how to manage my budget. But before that, she didn't have a clue. Yeah. So a 100 euro allowance or contribution or whatever you call it to the household and then split the utility the bills. Deal. The bills. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's and being honest with you, she actually moved now. She she's in another place and she's sharing a, a place with a, um, a colleague, and she's more than happy, you know, because she knows how how to manage her own budget. Sinead is with us too, Noya. Um, do you think we, you know, adult children should have to contribute something to the household if they're living at home? Hi Andrea. Yeah, How are you? absolutely. I'm I'm in agreement. Like you know, the same as so many people who who texted in this morning. Um, I just think that it's like like that. It's showing responsibility and like for me, for my situation, my parents funded me through college. I lived at home. I went to college locally and then abroad for one year. And yeah, they were like you know they said, look, when you're 
studying, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get you or whatever. And then as soon as I was earning, I absolutely gave them money. And it, again, it wouldn't have been a huge amount, but it would have been a contribution. Did they suggest then, it, Sinead, or did you? Did you? Um, I, I, I can't remember it so many years ago. Yeah. But they possibly did, but I wouldn't have disagreed, you know, that kind of way. And then I would have moved out and, you know, many years later, Myself and my husband, who was then my fiance, we were renting and we had our first baby. And uh, we kind of said, like, okay, we need to ask, can we move? Can we move home? Because you know we can't, <laughs> like so many people, we can't afford to pay this extortionate rent and save. So when we did move back to my parents for like just over maybe fifteen months, uh, we said to them, okay, we're gonna split the bills and split the shopping. And that's that. Like my parents mm-hmm. didn't have a mortgage, which was obviously, you know, it was great. Um, but if they had have had a mortgage, then we would have been contributing for that to, towards that as well, you know. So, Do, does yeah. it does it depend on when you start working, or is it down to the age? Like I know I went home. I'm trying to think when it was in the early days um, when I started started working. I only li- I moved home for maybe two months, I think, in between jobs, and we didn't yeah. have a formal arrangement. But you would have t- like you know you would have you know, carried out, done shopping or something or made dinner or there was some very informal, I was only there two months. Maybe I did take advantage yeah. of it for the eight weeks. But if I was moving home now in my 30s, it'd oh, be a yeah. very different arrangement. There'd have to yeah. be some formal arrangement. Absolutely. Yeah. That's. I mean, if you're in your 30s and you're earning, you, it's kind of a no-brainer. Like, you know, you can't just, I know, and I, I'm sure there are parents out there who have adult kids move back or have never left and Possibly they don't uh, ask for a contribution. I don't know, um, but I think yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, you have to, you have to. You're 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 living and you're eating and you're using all the utilities, you know. Mm. So, well, even just to be more, I know it was always a case in 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 our house. Um, if there was ever discussion about me taking a job, you know, closer to home in Donegal or Sligo, I, I know my father used to always threaten that I would have to take on the phone and the Wi-Fi bill because he wanted me to be mindful because I would be constantly on the phone and using mm. using broadband at the time. So he wanted yeah. me to make sure that I understood how much of it yeah. I was, you know, that I was the main, um, con, you know, main person using the consumption of it and that I'd have to foot the bill for it. Uh, so there was always Absolutely. a threat hanging over yeah. you, you know. Well, I, I, was still, I was still getting emails about three years after moving into our own house at <laughs> high days and I was like no like my I took over the bill in my parents house and obviously it had been in my dad's name and I kind of amalgamated the bills from where we were renting and yes so it was a bit of a nightmare but is it a is it a hard one I wondered um not Anaya for parents to bring up with adult children is it a hard conversation to sit down and start well, being honest with you, I for me wasn't wasn't hard. It's just you have to be open, you know. Like, listen, okay, what do you want to do? So I want to move, you know, in a few months. Okay, so do you have an idea how it works? And as uh, Sinead, I think it's her name, right? That she mentioned. Mm. Uh, it's about in, in in my daughter's case. When she started to to pay for the utility bills. She was more conscious even about the electricity, you know, like, uh, OK, um, I'm going to sleep. I'm, I'm not going to leave the, the, the light on, you know, that, that type of little things. The same with the washing her clothes, for example, 
okay, I'm going to try to do it at midnight because it's going to be cheaper. You know, that type of uh, maybe more was too extreme, but at the same time, she was aware about how the things work, you know? Yeah. It's not like, ah, yeah, whatever. So I have electricity, I have food, I have this, I have that. Yeah, but everything, you know, you have to pay mm. for. Oh, uh, it's so, 7-1400-106 is the WhatsApp number. I, I want to hear from people today. Look, if you're, do you charge? Do you ask for a contribution? Do you have some kind of a formal allowance arrangement with your adult children if they're moving back home about contributing to the household? Louise is with us on the, the line as well. Um, is it a good idea, Louise? Yeah, it is. Because when you're living at home, you're, Using the facilities when you're an adult, you know, it's a good idea to kind of a small amount given to the household of some way. Um, I suppose the way my mummy marketed it to me was calling it housekeeping. You know, like if you're calling it rent or in charge and you or something like that, it just makes it feel like a very formal arrangement. But she just said, listen, give me this amount towards housekeeping for the week. It's covering your electricity. Um, Shared groceries, people like milk and bread and ham and cheese. They're not going to keep that completely separate, you know, in the fridge and label it when you're living at home, you know. So um, I think it was all how she marketed to me that I felt happy giving the money, you know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't That's feel a like brilliant idea. That's fantastic. You know? Sounds much better than rent or contribution. Call it a, call it a housekeeping charge or housekeeping money. Great, great way to spin it. Yeah, you know, if you want to kind of keep a good relationship with your adult children. You don't want to be demanding money off them, but you make them aware that heat's not free. <laughs> yeah. You know, so coming to housekeeping charge or housekeeping money and sure, just throw me there the 40 quid there. I'm about to go out and do the groceries and I get the milk and ham and whatever. And if you want something special yourself for your dinner, you get that extra yourself. Do you think that enough, do you think enough parents, Louise, have this type of arrangement in place because I've messages in from some people you know when I, I'm interested in your thoughts on this some talking about the fact that it's it's a difficult arrangement to put in place a difficult conversation to strike up with adult children where they don't offer and other people highlighting you know it can it can be a little bit difficult where you've maybe two parents that have alternate views on this yeah I don't know is there a bit of you know, like you feel like you want to do your best for your kids and you don't want to be charging them anything. But if you find that they're living in the house for a while, your costs have actually started going up. And then you're broaching the subject. Um, I don't know, like I have uh, Stella just finishing college next year. So and I've made it clear to him that if he is living at home, it's not going to be free. You know, it'll be worked out between us how much you can afford to give us. Yeah, there'll be some, you'll, you'll actually sit down and, and there'll be a conversation about it. Yeah, sit down and have a conversation, you know, and yeah. that do it softly. Don't be jumping in on top of them. You have to give me money if you're living here. To say, listen, you're living here. You know, I do this for you. You do this for me. It's a partnership. It's a joint thing. The text in from a listener who says the first caller's nephew doesn't sound like such a great man. 
bit of a spoiled brat. Zero respect for his parents, says this texter. Another listener says, this is actually quite common practice in the US. They pretty much throw, um, by the time you're 21, or throw, yeah, throw you out by the time you're 21 and not because they don't love or care for their children, but rather they want them to understand that they still need to instill independence with their kids so that they can survive in the real world. Keep your views coming into us. Do you think adult children should have to pay some kind or contribute, whether it be rent or financial contribution? A housekeeping charge, as Louise calls it. 87 106. Now, we were talking in the first part of the programme about whether adult children should have to pay rent to live at home. Ray is with us on the line. Ray, do you think that they should have to pay something? Hi, Andrea. I do, actually, yeah. Whether they be a teenager or adult or whatever, as I was saying to Ross there, your researcher, um, I started working on a farm after school every day, milking cows. I changed my clothes and took the milking. And uh, I'd work on the Saturday and the Sunday. I used to make £7 a week. And I'd hand up £5 of that to my mother every week. And was that an arrangement that she put in place, Ray, or did did you? No, it, it was just a mutual a mutual agreement. You know, we just said like, okay, we have to contribute to the house if you're making money, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. You know, Hang on, I'm just going to just going to re- reconnect with you there, Ray, for a moment. Anne is on the line as well. Anne, do you think adult children should pay rent living at home? Oh yeah, absolutely. I um, I'm probably the the generation where you moved out from home young and you. you you found your own way in life. Like um, there was five of us in the family, and none of us lived at home because we we grew up in the sticks. So to get a job, you had to basically move to the city. Uh, we used to to joke with our parents that if we were paying the rent to them that we were paying in Dublin or wherever, mm. they'd be millionaires <laughs> because <laughs> you know we we would prefer to be paying it to them, obviously. But I mean, if I'd lived at home, there'd be absolutely no question that I wouldn't have given her. Her, her parents something towards because they weren't well off and I mean I would have been earning money so I mean it's a, it's a no no brainer really but I I was talking to a couple of friends of mine they're with children in their twenties who actually moved out of home and then COVID kicked in and they moved back and when they were out out of home they obviously would have been paying rent and being used to bills they've moved back. And they don't give a farthing to the parents at all now. And the parents haven't asked them for any money, which I think is crazy. But anyway. Do you know, it's funny because just during the ad break there, Anne, I got a message in from a listener who says that her son left home a number of years ago, living in Dublin, now married, two children, is leaving Dublin and has asked to move back in with them for about no longer than a year to help save for a house deposit, obviously with the intention of moving out. There's been no discussion about money. She's too embarrassed, she says, to 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 bring it up or doesn't want starting the conversation. But she does think that, given that it's the son, wife and two children, that there should be some contribution to the house. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, so they're using electricity, using, you know, food, everything. I'm sure they'll probably buy their, I hope they buy their own food. But I mean... They're, they're putting their parents out as well. I mean, like the parents were probably looking forward to retirement or whatever. And next thing, they'll probably be glorified babysitters if there's two kids involved. And um, another thing is, if um, a couple of people have suggested that what they do, the children pay a nominal rent, whatever, 
the parents put it away and then after when the children move out they give it back to them as maybe a deposit for a house or whatever you know it's kind of a form of a savings mm. for for the kids if the parents didn't need the money but there's a lot of parents i mean the, the price of electricity and utilities nowadays gone through the roof food everything like that i mean you can't expect to, to weave weave off of parents you know well into your 20s 30s whatever i mean that's that's that, that's a no-go area for me anyway. And I mean, my kids are teenagers, but they know that if they're going to, like there's an unwritten agreement that they give something towards the place when, when, when they start yeah. earning money. But whatever, you know. whatever, you know, look in the very early days at maybe 18 or 19 and start a first job. But if you're moving back home for a year with your partner or wife and two children, it's not one person that's coming into the house, enough. it's four. Yeah. Yeah, it would seem extraordinary that you, you wouldn't strike up some conversation. And, and like, did, 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 did this son and daughter, did they just assume it was okay to move back or was it even negotiation? No, they, the uh, they seem to have, well, I can only tell from the message, but they, they seem to have asked, all right, could they come home for the, and I've, I've sort of put, they've put a timeline in place that it's a, a year, yeah. um, but yeah. it's this listener's looking for advice on how to strike up the, the chat about the money. Susanna's on the line as well, Anne. Um, do you think adult children should be paying some rent? Hi, Andrea. Great to be on the, the call. Yeah, I was listening Yes, I do. Um, my father always had the philosophy of a third to your mother, a third in the bank, and a third to spend. So I had an adult son, he's grown up now, in his early 20s, who moved home after a trip to Australia. We set the weekly housekeeping at 40 a week. That would have been for pizzas, laundry, coffee, pampering. Which is very, that's pampering. very reasonable, Suzanne. Yeah. <laughs> and after five weeks, you know, one week, two weeks, the fifth week, he was like, "Mom, you'll get your money. So I just packed all his stuff into a couple of black bags. Oh, did you? And I did. And he came down and really calmly. I said, look, this arrangement isn't working out. You think I'm trying to extort money from you. And I'm feeling... So I said, I think you should go up to your dad for a while. And uh, six months later, he ended up working in London, paying 1800 for one room. <laughs> And then he came home two months later and he sheepishly said, okay, that 40 euros was a bargain. Yeah, pizza and all included. (laughs) 40 euros was an absolute bargain. So I think we have to teach them. Like, I'm a life and business coach. We do have to put boundaries down, Andrea. Like, it's just saying it. So there's no, you know, um, resentment. It's, It's reasonable. So for, for that last texter, and I, I actually feel, like, I feel sorry for, for this listener that got in touch, Suzanne, who's yeah. actually actively asking for advice on how to bring up this conversation with her son, uh, daughter-in-law, and the two children coming to live with them for a year. You know. But it's an open conversation. Like, I, I'll, I'll explain. My father took a third of whatever I earned. but well, I got married very young, and then they did give us back a big deposit for a house. So I think there's a midway ground here. The couple wants to save. The mother wants to support them. But there has to be a portion of what they're saving goes to the mother for bills. For, so she's not feeling resentful. So it's an open conversation. It's saying, look, I'm uncomfortable with certain things. Can we sit down and have a chat about it? 
You know, there's a striking um, difference from some of the callers today, Suzanne, who've talked about, you know, maybe 30, 40 years ago, absolutely you gave over a proportion of your wages to now listening to some of the stories from, you know, earlier uh, callers today from John and that and, and Sinead as well, talking about like whether it be my generation or or the the previous generation not contributing like is it entitlement because that word's been used a little bit today yeah i think it's entitlement but it's also if we don't set boundaries andrea like when you get a dog you have to train a dog the dog doesn't know anything so people don't have bad dogs they have dogs who have not been trained so if you don't put down certain boundaries with people resentment builds up on both sides so it's a simple conversation. To that point, my son will come home here for weekends or Christmas. Super generous. That little message went into his brain. He'll buy food. He'll cook dinner. But it's, it, it, you know, people don't take that first step to put in that boundary. It creates havoc. Mm. The text in from a listener who says, I'm in the know about what adult children should hand up. I'm a debt professional, a debt professional for 25 years experience, a fifth of their wages, a quarter of an apprenticeship, a third of social welfare. But if somebody is at home using electricity and eating all around them, it could actually be more mm-hmm. than somebody uh, than somebody working. Another texter, I'll give you a scenario. My brother in his mid 30s, married with a child, came back home from sorry, came back from the Middle East over two years ago, is practically living rent free. Everything in his lap, free childcare, bills, won't contribute. Beggars believe how some children can take advantage of their parents and manipulate their situation. There's a lot of emo- emotional control um, coming into this as well, Suzanne. I think it starts, Andrea, with when, the, like this lady whose son and wife are moving back. It's the time to have the conversation before they move in. Openly, honestly, kindly. He might say, we can only afford to pay 200 a month. At least it's something. It's something. He may be saving eight, but there needs to be that conversation. Then everything is clear. But I hear a lot of people, unfortunately, get into the situation and find it hard to claw themselves out. But it is really important mm. to put the boundaries yeah. down. Chris is with us as well. Uh, Chris, do you think adult children should have to pay something? Oh, yes, Definitely. I mean, not just adult children. I I think once I was brought up, once you start work, you contribute to the family. A certain proportion of the the income or the wages. Yes, I mean, I I started out uh, on a youth employment scheme at 37.60 a week. And um, of that, I was allowed to keep 20 of it and 17.60 went to the household. It was given. It was given to my mum. Look, a lot of the time, if you were caught short, you'd get it back. But I mean, you you had to learn that that once you were earning, you were contributing. Yeah, I mean, so you contributed. You contributed to the household. But that's how we were brought up. It was like we were brought up. Whoever was first home from school started the dinner. So I mean, it was it wasn't my sister that was learning to cook. Every every one of us were. Yeah. You know, so all the boys in the family could cook as well. You know, so it's just it's just another it's another part of a life. Yeah, but, you know that you contribute. No, once 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 you're earning money, I know that people need to save for houses, and it's very very tough as well. But the parents also have to live, and they they have a, yeah. you, you now have extra expenses. So yes, I think that you should. I mean, it's, pay it's, something. It's part and part, 
Yeah. 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 Elaine yeah. is with us. Elaine is with us as well, Chris. Um, what, what do you think, Elaine? Good afternoon. How are you? Good. I just texted in because when I was a teenager working in the pot scene as a waitress, I got £6 a night and I gave £2 of that to my mother, £2 into the credit union and £2 was for me, plus my tips. Now, that's a, that's a long time ago when we're talking pounds and it's only that small. Mm. My son, my 17-year-old son is working in McDonald's at the moment and I said to him, look, you're earning a wage. This is how I was reared and this is how it's going to be. And he hands over a third of his wages. Third of his wages? Dave, a third. Now, he kind of went, hey, Manny, what does that go on? Like, it's about, it's, I don't know, for whatever it is, just over 100 euros. Well, I said, Ryan, I said, when I had a half and half fridge freezer, there just used to be two legs out of the bottom of the fridge where you were sucking calf drinking all the milk. Now that you're over six foot tall, I can see your head over the fridge freezer and you just, you just stand there and eat. And it goes towards the mortgage. It goes towards the electricity, the washing of his clothes, the buying of some of his clothes. You know, I know they're kids, but he he is also learning himself to save money. He's able to save now and go, right, I want to go and see that concert. I want to go and do this. And he is managing his own money as well. And it's all a learning curve because he can't, I don't think, in today's world, say, gosh, there you go, I'll mind you. And everything's going to be okay. And then goes into the big bad world and it's kind of like, okay, this is a reality check. Yeah. Because I think they have to learn at home. And is, and it, is it down to, an, is it, is it in, in entitlement? Is that, is that why there's a difference over the years? Um, I don't know. See, I always, sometimes, I, 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 like, I never could afford to dress my kids, kids in designer clothes or things like that. And, they never felt that, oh, I have to have these Nikes or I have to have this and I have to have that because they knew we could never afford them. And if they wanted them, they got it out of birthday money or they asked for big stuff at Christmas or what have you. But um, I would hate to think my kids feel entitled, but sometimes I do think they feel entitled because everything is so readily available. Yeah. The thing that I've taken from today's conversation, like, I mean, we've had nobody who's got in touch with the show to chat to us today who thinks that adult children shouldn't pay something. But it's remarkable the number of people who've sent in messages that don't want to come on air who who say that they find it quite difficult to bring it up as a conversation with their adult children uh, living at home. There is another text I want to mention as well. This listener says, my friend's son refused to contribute and pay money to the house. So when he sat down for dinner, she gave her husband steak and her son fish fingers. And when he asked why, she said the meals simply represented their contributions. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.